Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. The Indian judicial system is a mess. As of May 2022, more than 4.7 crore cases were pending in courts across the country. Of them, 87.4% were pending in subordinate courts, 12.4% in high courts, and nearly 1.82 lakh cases were pending for more than 30 years. While there are several reasons for this, such as lack of judges, there is no doubt that there is a need to introduce a great deal of efficiency in the way our courts work. Now more than ever, India needs to focus and rely on information technology to energize and speed up courts while improving the quality of judgments. How can technology transform our judicial system? All Indians matter. We have on the show Dr. Arvind Singhatia, founder and CEO of Legal Cart and an alumnus of the National Law University Jodhpur. Arvind has a corporate background having worked with the likes of SL Group, Ola Cabs, Metro Cash and Carry, Acme Solar and Fiki. Arvind then devised a mobile app for legal professionals, a legal management dashboard for businesses. The idea was to create an ecosystem of legal service supply connected with this demand using technology. The app enabled legal professionals to manage their law office and practice on it. Arvind, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and uh, it's a pleasure to talk with someone who understands the domain and appreciates the effort that we are doing really well. Thanks, thanks, Arvind. So let's just get into it, Arvind. How does a clogged judiciary impact the nation? Sure, Ashraf. So uh, your uh, your introduction shows the data about the pending cases that are there in Indian judiciary, and uh, there are about 4.5 million pending cases are there. Judiciary is basically the most important pillar of a democracy, as we all know, apart from the executive, the legislature, and the press. I think judiciary is the most important uh, in terms of you know implementation of the rule of law in a country, right? if we have a judicial system which is clogged which is not working efficiently for whatever reasons it is impacting directly to not only the economy of the country but uh, you know overall motivation of a citizen in the country regarding their well being their business well being their personal well being everything is impacted with it and it actually impacts the overall motivation of a nation to grow as a country and i'll give you an example it's a very simple example that to understand here that intellectual property rights when compared with united states and with indian uh, regulatory scenario you know most of the people do all kind of innovations and inventions in countries like us and uk for the simple reason that the implementation and the enforcement of ip law is very strong in us right versus if we take india as an example right this is one simple reason that why india is not the country of innovation because the ip is not protected here the law is not as strong as in us and so and so forth so for everything we can see that you know uh, importance of judiciary importance of having a system which is unclogged where the where the legal information flows free you know it makes a lot of sense for having a judiciary which is strong and enabled by all ways and means how integrated is technology and the judiciary in developed countries and could you give us a sense of how it is being used there so in developed nations the most important uh, aspect of uh, legal procedure is you know that they all are managed well uh, through technology in a country like us technology is used to manage all the cases uh, there 
the discovery is happening online uh, you know the lawyers are filing most of the petitions online now there is the whole the whole procedure they have there is have now become pretty much paperless over there and uh, you know the research the legal research is the most important aspect for any kind of judicial system to work efficiently it is highly advanced in in, in countries like uh, us and uk where all the cases from all the forums are online and they are using artificial intelligence and machine learning to analyze the precedents and coming up and they are actually predicting the outcomes of the cases based on the precedents over there right and uh, there are there are companies which are heavily investing in in developing these tools which are which are helping uh, not only the judiciary but also the litigants and the lawyers to understand the matters in a 360 degree overview and uh, you know come up with better solutions and much more reliable uh, judgments much more reliable arguments for their matter yeah, absolutely actually india has famously not used technology much in its judicial functioning but it became somewhat of a necessity during the covid lockdowns at, at a basic level at least since then what are the baby steps the indian judiciary has taken on the tech front yes i think covid was a blessing in a disguise when we talk about the indian judiciary as a whole and not just indian but uh, let me tell you that uh, the judiciary across the globe have you know went through a metamorphosis because of the covid scenario even the smallest countries the southeast asian countries the middle east etc they all are now looking at technology to evolve their systems their their judicial systems in india also there are fundamental changes that have happened and we are lucky to have our chief justice honorable chief justice uh, mr justice chandrachur who is who is very pro technology uh, you know justice and there were various committees formed in under the guidance of under the aegis of supreme court and uh, supported by the government of india to make the judiciary online to bring most of the processes online right and during the covid when everything was closed one thing that was working was uh, court hearings they were going online and and that actually uh, you know diminishes the impact of geography and we have seen lawyers appearing from all over india to supreme court and uh, you know they were able to get good orders also in their favor in past two years judiciary have taken steps right from uh, you know allowing some sort of online filing then online appearances then online signatures now very soon we'll be seeing that at the highest levels various courts they have started doing their online streaming of the uh, proceedings also have started happening and in couple of years in, in two to three years probably we'll be seeing every lawyer every court is coming online and accepting petitions also online so technically saying legal will become the next fintech where everything will become digital you don't need to even step out of your home to file a case or fight a case or get a judgment on that you know so right from filing till judgment everything will become digital and everything will happen on on your laptop uh, and that's the beauty and that's the magic of uh, technology that is now we can see and we will we'll see in indian judiciary i think that's a very interesting line that you use that legal will become the next fintech uh, we'll we'll keep a close watch on that and yeah. what are the specific areas in which uh, technology could help for example are you saying case flow management scheduling and listing so let me tell you that legal is 
uh, you know uh, supported by technology when it comes to case management and legal research it's it's one of the oldest uh, form of technology that is being used where the cases are being digitized and kept in the repositories and lawyers and judges can refer them through simple research yeah but i think when it comes to an individual's legal right and access to justice and before justice i mean access to a lawyer is also something which is which is very challenging even today when 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 we are talking yeah why because you know we have 1 million registered legal professionals in the country for a country of a billion people you know and legal is something which is number one very subjective in nature and number two you know the individual who is facing a legal problem is not very sure about that what kind of problem he or she is into and they need the first hand holding the first level of interaction is completely missing in legal where they don't have an access to a lawyer because for for one simple reason that lawyers are not allowed to market themselves or present themselves at at various places the way other businesses are allowed to do that is one and second is there is no widespread technology at this point of time available which is creating a neutral and an affordable access to to the support to the service so when we are talking about advancement in technology i think apart from research and the tools that people are working on where you know automated contracts contract life cycle management you know litigation management and uh, legal research is there i think there is a dire need to you know also empower the end users the, the citizens of the country to you know access legal help uh, as and when they want and ministry of law have started tele law as one of the initiatives couple of years back during the covid scenario when when everything was closed tele law was one of the things which ministry of law have started where a individual can go to a small kiosk created by the ministry and they can talk to a lawyer and discuss about their problem over the phone right and and there is the first step that i can see that government is also considering individual as as a entity who should be having an access uh, you know an instant access to a lawyer for for all the problems that they have so uh, the evolution is going on we are a part of the evolution here right and we are trying our bit to reinforce the whole ecosystem also digitization of court records would be a huge step wouldn't it yeah so digitization of court record is like i said it's a part and parcel of you know uh, keeping the judgments and the documents uh, online so that you can access them as per your convenience and the way you wanted to use them for your case specifically so digitization is one thing using the digitized documents is the second important thing which is still in process so let's say currently even today you are not allowed to file everything 100% online you still have to submit the physical documents in the court registry right so the, the very soon things will change and probably everything will become digital and then we can actually say that yeah the documents are now digitized now we don't need to even take a print out of the document yeah absolutely and would it also mean access to more and better resources for legal professionals uh, thus raising the quality of arguments and eventually judgments absolutely i mean the academic aspect of this discussion is that you know legal professionals require uh, technology to manage their existing cases they also need technology to realign their arguments uh, you know to meet the client's expectation and to stay on to help the judiciary to come up to reach to the justice faster as well as the justice should happen with the client that is one very important thing 
with more number of cases coming for a, for an individual lawyer they would require a crm right uh, you know a complete case management system wherein they they know that which case what all cases are lined up what all documents are pending what all clients needs to be reached out and so on and so forth it's an end to end system that they are they should be equipped with and to be very candid with you i think currently indian professionals indian lawyers still not appreciate the power of technology they still feel that technology is a luxury it's, it's only to be used by bigger law firms you know it is not for us why should we spend a, a penny for you know managing keeping a crm for ourselves but slowly they will realize that uh, you know when we have more aware citizens when most of the citizens start looking out for legal support they would need a management system so that they should be able to efficiently serve their clients you know client should feel uh, that he is being served because apart from a service that professional lawyer is doing legal is also a kind of you know sort of business for which client is making a payment for his the services that he deserves to get right and at that point of time it becomes very critical that a client should be served properly you know with all all the kind of services that he deserves and that is possible only when you have right technology to do that yeah and if india was to invest in making the judiciary fully tech enabled in a meaningful manner mm-hmm. what efficiency gains would we see is there a way of quantifying it or at least uh, explaining it in a way that uh, you know makes sense to the common man so technology is the biggest enabler and i think the biggest it is creating the level playing field for uh, a lot of stakeholders in the whole legal scenario and there are two important things which are now coming up one is adoption of technology by the end user you know and now as a user you and me are maybe using ola cabs and zomato for our food and transportation requirements a precto for our medical requirement and you know gana.com for our music and a netflix for our movie so i think we are so used to of technology now that for legal also we would need some or the other kind of app or a, you know access so that we should be able to get the service completely you know sitting at home with complete transparency and affordability also right so that is one thing where in india now should consider and think investing in the companies which are building solutions for the end users as well and the second aspect of this is creating the alternate dispute resolution mechanisms which will lower down the pressure from the mainstream courts right uh, arbitration is one of the most important aspects of that and online dispute resolution mechanism where parties sitting two different parts of the country should come together on an online platform and resolve their issues without even going to the court right and i think these two things if come in picture it will not only reduce a lot of burden on the courts uh, which is already overburdened this will also enable and uh, fast pace the whole process uh, for the end user where you know it's epic then when we say ki you know aapke chappal gir jayenge court mein chakkar kaatte hue instead of that uh, we should now say that yeah if there is a justice that can happen faster we should avail that and it should be you know uh, facilitated with the help of technology but how do you implement this in a country where connectivity is poor power supply is not a given especially in rural and semi rural areas but also in urban areas i would say so the beauty of technology is that today uh, a boy sitting in uh, in a small village is making tiktok videos and he's friends on facebook right we need only that much of bandwidth so uh, technology for legal also require only that much of bandwidth it doesn't require any special bandwidth 
we are launching 5g in the country and uh, when 5g will be there in metros i think our villages will still have 3g and which is efficient enough for them to access legally something which is cutting across geography so for example an ola or a zomato may not be viable in a tier 4 city but legal technology will always remain viable in terms of business aspects also you will find your customers in tier 3 tier 4 even in villages also if you provide them the right access in the vernacular language in the right user interface etc there are so many things which we can do to ensure that these guys also become mainstream so today uh, on legal card to be very honest uh, 25 to 30% of the calls are coming from only tier 4 and below cities you know where people have legal problems and they would like to discuss with an with a good lawyer they want to enlighten themselves that before i go and meet a lawyer physically in his office i should know what problem i have and what all options i do have so uh, technology is enabling the people at the bottom of the pyramid also in terms of uh, you know access but that number that you just said about the calls that you receive from tier 4 uh, geographies is just indicative of demand isn't it yeah, uh, and uh, i mean what are the greatest challenges before implementing a technology transformation of our judicial system other than the ones that we already discussed i think the most important thing is the perception of technology and uh, you know maybe the perception of cost that may technology may have over there right so safety security of the data and the cost of the technology is something which there is a there is a bottleneck over there you know people think either it's very costly or it's not very safe my personal experience with lawyers who are using our technology our mobile application the first question everybody asks is is my client's data safe i hope my client data will not go out you know they start from there only i say that sir you are making all your payments on paytm you are talking all the confidential things on whatsapp why are you worried that something will go out of legal card then you know so we are using the same technology we are we are similarly encrypted you know you are using your password to use your mobile application but like i said it's a mindset game and it requires some more time some awareness you know some sensitization at at lawyers level at at a higher judiciary level where and it it has already started uh, with with uh, justice chandrachur in place uh, you know now driving the technology revolution i'm i'm very hopeful that you know the courts will go online very soon at every level and and once courts are there online i think uh, it's just a matter of time when all the lawyers will be online yeah i mean just just coming from your example it took a while for digital payments to take off too in india but look at them today isn't it that's right i mean the, from the layman's point of view does technology increase access to justice uh, lack of access has been a major problem in india so how does technology alter that now you answered part of the problem i understand where i can go onto an app and get connected to a lawyer that i need but i'm going beyond that i'm talking about access to quality rulings justice uh, as a, you know in terms of judgments in quick time things like that that's right i think before technology your dependence was completely on one individual who was representing you in the court your your own personal lawyer yeah whom you have hired for your matter and in indian education system currently we don't have any subject or any kind of exposure to the students at anywhere uh, during their academic about the laws of the country right we have exposure to medical we have exposure to science we have exposure to economics history geography but we have no economics to law of the country and and that's where that's the biggest lacking point over here where you know when it comes to law we just 
switch off our brain and just don't even want to think about it we just leave it to the person whom we are paying and we say you look into it you do whatever you want to do and and this has made the whole legal process as a black box you know we don't know what goes in the back black box and what comes out of it we just know that yeah we paid them and there is something that have happened for us either it's good or it's bad technology actually now can help you know you as an individual to increase your awareness levels when it comes to uh, knowing the rulings knowing the judiciary knowing the judicial process the technicalities involved in this and what more options or what could have happened better with you you can now get that through the various research channels through calls through let's say youtube videos and so on and so forth for a layman when i'm talk- i'm talking about yeah so uh, a layman is now much more aware a layman is much more well versed with legal processes and uh, procedures there uh, and and they are uh, you know i read an article a couple of months back the layman is now giving tough time to the lawyers because they are asking so many questions that lawyers are also themselves feeling little bit challenged that okay my client is very much uh, aware about the matter over here i'm going to take you up again on that uh, statement you made that it for legal work will be the new fintech and we've seen many industries being transformed in that manner yeah. financial services of course education with edutech what is the business opportunity here so when i'm saying it's the next fintech i literally mean that it's a it's a, it's a fintech because when you talk about edutech you still need a physical infrastructure for education right you cannot go 100% uh, obviously you can transform you can deliver the lectures online you can probably circulate study material but you would still need schools you would still need colleges you still need a physical infrastructure to deliver these service when it comes to education but when it comes to legal uh you don't need any kind of physical infrastructure to deliver any kind of legal service be it advisory be it documentation be it filing be it cases be it judgments and this is completely online so when i say it's going to be the next fintech i mean to say that the access and the speed with which the legal will grow in the coming time will be like uh, fintech because there are no stumbling blocks like any kind of physical infrastructure that you need over there and when i talk about the business opportunity here i think i think legal is now it may be a late bloomer but it is the time for legal tech now because 4.5 million pending cases itself uh, are evidence that 9 million people are involved in legal procedures procedures already in the country right and one of our research we are selling consultation minutes you can talk to a lawyer based on the minutes that you are buying we see a uh, you know humongous demand of 20 billion minutes of consultation i think every year at this point of time which is a gap over here people would like to talk but there is no access available to them right and uh, the market size for the legal if i talk about in india which is just the unorganized is it's it's way beyond 35 billion us dollars which is we have estimated that it is there right and there is an ample amount of business opportunity right in terms of solution providers or uh, you know tech tool builders uh, market tech market uh, players and other similar kind of you know uh, systems which are enabling end user or a consumer to access uh, support so tell us about legal cart so legal cart is now uh, you know crossing its three and a half years of existence and uh, we had a roller coaster journey uh, although roller coaster is still on uh, and uh, we are learning every day a lot 
we started with consultation minutes and it 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 becomes a it becomes an instant hit i mean people really like to talk to lawyers at their convenience and uh, they also like the whole concept of the confidential call you don't need to tell that who you are and from where you are calling it just it just you can come quick to the point and discuss about your legal problem uh we also uh, you know now created products for property so a lot of people not only just in india but nris who are living outside india face uh, the biggest challenge for them is disposing of the property buying the property selling the property or let's say the property documentation so we have created smart and quick products for them where they can just come by and uh, get their property managed over there yeah and uh, startup is the third biggest category in the in the in the business legal card is helping all kind of startups right from advisory to doing all their documentation and and the legal processes that they 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 want for their company so here's a question i ask all my guests at the end of the show why do you do this work legal per se is my passion i work with corporates and manage their legal teams and i realize that the most logical thing in this world is legal and uh, as a human being we all love logic we all like to argue we all like to win arguments right in me it it went a, a step ahead and uh, you know uh, i started liking the whole legal world as 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 a whole and i saw the opportunity there i realized that i can help the whole system to be more faster and smoother right and uh, and that's why i thought that you know uh, let me build something uh, for for this domain I I welcome your uh, viewers and audience to visit legalcard.com and you know explore themselves that what opportunities they can have over here. Arvind if India does manage to effectively introduce a technology led transformation of its judicial system it could prove to be a huge inflection point in its journey and would go a long way in strengthening people's trust in it. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much sir. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in. That's a double l i n d i a n s m a double t e r dot i n for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer. That's a s h r a f e n g i n w e r and all Indians count. That's a double l i n d i a n s c o u n t. Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter dot in. Catch you again soon. <laughs>